What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Fanatic Islanders, your home for sports and sports entertainment. You know what it is? It's time for another sandbar sit down. So, we got the usual two, as we are a two person podcast. <laughs> Kadeem is never here. Wow. Real and wild. we have the lovely April Pinder. Hi. We are going to talk to her for a bit. She, you know, we'll get her insight on stuff. I don't want to give y'all too much. Mm-hmm. And she's a bit shy, but you know, welcome her. She could be all right to the show. She could be all right. Wow, I was thrown under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> get she could be all right. We'll she, no, she'll be good. She'll be good. She'll be good. But first things first. Like we, we felt like we we've known you pretty much all our lives. Mm. Like pretty much, we were three, four years old. Mm-hmm. You know. So for Wild. those out there, who don't know you as well and you know we've been we've, we've missed a few years okay catch us on <laughs> catch us up yeah we're catching up you know tell them tell the people who you are um what you study okay and you know just just anything you feel like they should know hmm. remember this episode is all about you no. anything you feel like they should yeah, know. It is, it is. <laughs> embrace it embrace it it's all about you baby yeah <laughs> Okay, so my name's April, like you said. Um, so I guess officially we met at QC, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. taking it all the way that like that far back. Might as well. Might as well. Um, might have passed in the hospital. Never <laughs> 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 know. Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, my name's April. We met at QC. I uh, studied nutrition. So right now I am a nutritionist. I am in the process of getting certified to be a dietitian. That's the end goal. So nice. I'm going through the process of applying for my master's to go to my internship. Okay. Um, graduated from the University of Arkansas. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's me in a nutshell. That's perfect. Like exactly. Said, this is like I said, isn't it's not gonna be hard. Okay. It's not gonna be hard. <laughs> okay. okay. Girl, don't be nervous. Yeah. So I mean so, what made you wanna study nutrition? What is your why? I feel like it was sorta of, I don't know, like I don't have like a why. Like you know how people like grow up and they're like oh my gosh when i grow up i want to be a doctor like i've never had that inclination with nutrition it sort of kind of was like i was confused i would say pretty much didn't really know what i want to do after graduation and then we went to cob um living our best lives (laughs) then i took a nutrition elective okay um and i really liked the class at that point i didn't really know that it could be a like a career i didn't really think much into it but when I just made the decision to go abroad and I had to figure out like what I had major in, I saw that the University of Arkansas had nutrition as one of the programs. And out of everything that I had studied, including in like high school, uh, like home economics, family consumer sciences, like those are the things that really like stirred up anything in me. So um, that's pretty much how it started. Like I don't really have like a, an amazing story. It just haphazardly happened from that one elective at COB. Okay, so. Um I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim. I know what it is. Okay. So, my <laughs> question is more like gonna be, what exactly is a nutritionist? Okay. So, a nutritionist is pretty much somebody in the realm that would talk you through what you eat, like talk you through your diet. Uh, so, I feel like the first question I always get asked when somebody like hears me say that is like, "Oh, can you can you help me lose weight?" So it's oh, yeah. important. Are you reading my mind? 
there we go there we go it's important but for sure it takes it more into a preventative standpoint so learning what it is that your body needs based on the activities that you do Mm -hmm. maybe any ailments that you would have so a nutritionist is somebody that would be able to like talk you through what would be best for you to eat okay okay and then you said you're um studying you're in the process of of getting your masters and trying to be a diet Dietitian. Dietitian. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the two and what exactly is a dietitian if it's not the same thing? So a dietitian pretty much is like the next level up. So okay. I'd be able to work into like a clinical standpoint. So mm-hmm. nutritionists are pretty much people that would be maybe somebody like working in a gym mm-hmm. and they make like a meal plan for you. A dietitian would take it a bit further and talk about how it is that your food's affecting a maybe like medicine that you're taking in your yeah. body. Okay. Or if you have um, an ailment, like I said. So we'd be able to speak more on an atomic level. Mm-hmm. Anatomy. I don't know if atomic is the right word. It could be. <laughs> but an anat- that word. You gotta have to cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we speak more, a dietitian would speak more of how your body is being affected by the food that you eat versus like a nutritionist would just be telling you like, okay, like for you to be healthy, these are the steps that you need to take. Okay. So a dietitian would be working in a clinical setting, working with doctors and all of the other medical professionals that you need for your team to make sure that you're okay. Um, nutritionist, you just pretty much are there to say, all right, these are the amount of calories that you have to eat in a day. Okay. So it's more specific when it comes to being a dietitian. Yeah. So going back to the question you said about, I mean, going back to the response you gave about people coming to you and saying, okay, you're a nutritionist. I need to lose weight. I've heard like in reports recently that there are some people, or at least in the studies, that people are dying more from obesity than malnutrition these days, like in the world. Yeah. So... How do we find a way to combat that? I know that's almost like the same question people are asking you, but like, how do you stop that from happening? I think that, so we have to really like take in consideration what it is that we eat and how much of it is that we eat. So I think a lot of people always think when it comes to like a weight problem, it goes into like the countries where there's like a rationing of food or something like that. But Mm -hmm. like you said, obesity is just as prevalent because especially if you look around here, like the Bahamas, like that's one of our top three diseases. And we don't really look at it as a disease, like as an ailment. Yeah. But um, so to combat that, we just sort of kind of have to look into how much uh, we're eating. So even though people, I think, you know, we've all been taught, like you eat everything on your plate. So yeah. it starts with like <laughs> what you take up on your plate and just understanding the correct portion sizes, what it is and how it is that you're eating, like how the food it is, food has been prepared. Yeah. So um, starting in those small steps, just how much you're eating and watching what you're eating. Okay. Fair, fair. I guess, you know, like because <laughs> I guess we eat all that's on our plate because, you know, back in the day, our parents were like, oh. Yeah, because then they like threaten you- us and be like, there are people dying. Like you have to eat your food. You can't like, waste it. Y'all just bought the entire food <laughs> store. What you want me to do right now? <laughs> all, the, yeah, all the pressure. Yeah. yeah. The McDonald's at home. Yeah. It never tastes the same. Um, going, like, going a bit into, I guess, diving into your courses, right? What are those courses consist of? Like, what are you, I guess it's mainly more, it's more sciences. But mm-hmm. uh, So it went through a plethora. So I had to do chemistry. We had to do science. Mm-hmm. Um 
we did biology and so it sort of kind of like I said it incorporated like the nutrients the vitamins all of our minerals and how those are affected by like what goes on in our bodies mm-hmm. how are, how much of what we need so I had to dive into understanding all of the icky chemistry stuff that I ate. <laughs> chemistry is rough. I ain't chemistry was rough. That yeah. beat my vine. Yeah. But um, going on to like my senior classes, then it broke. It broke down food, just okay. like at the cellular level, like what it is that we need, how much of it is we, how much of that we need. But um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of science based, and I didn't expect that. I thought it would be more fun classes. <laughs> You got through it though. So I, I mean, mean, barely, barely. I mean, that's, that's everything. But you know, if you enjoyed, you could get through it. Yeah, it was fun. It it was fun. It was worth it. I feel like I even going into it, I didn't understand how much, like how rigorous it would be. Because thinking about it, like I feel like my first feeling of like nutrition was in high school with like home economics, and it mm-hmm. was more like cooking. So I was like, okay, you know, I can understand that. I would. I was thinking it would be more hands-on-ish but um it was really it was really in depth um it was not what i expected but i am still happy i chose it do you feel like it needs to be more rigorous because there's a lot of people especially on the internet who feel like they could be a nutritionist just by watching a couple of videos on youtube yeah they feel like oh yeah here's the meal plan that you need perfectly here it is this is for the masses i just want to get rich low-key but this is for everyone right now. <laughs> I don't know if I would say it needs to be more rigorous because, like, again, that sort of kind of goes into the difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian. Mm-hmm. So, a nutritionist, you could definitely go online and get a course because it's just you understanding, like, the calorie deficit versus calorie surplus. Because a lot of people that are nutritionists, they're just trying to, to help people either lose or gain weight. Mm-hmm. So it comes at a pretty standard level, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go into the realm of like dietitians, that's when you get more into the science background because you're understanding the complexity of what it is that we're putting in our body and how it would affect us. So I feel like that course in itself is rigorous enough, but it just depends on like where it is that you want to like go into it. So I yeah. feel like for me, um, I want to be more in a preventative level because I think like food at its core is like it can be our health. Like, we, we are what we eat. And so I feel like me understanding all of the complexities of it and, and helping people to, like, learn that before I get to the point of having mm-hmm. to take a bunch of medicines or having to do, like, really out there remedies. So just understanding that and being able to educate people on that, I think, is what my goal is versus just saying, okay, like, eat less and you lose weight. Fair. So how do you feel about... I guess there's some people on the internet as well. I just want to go back there because I know you said that. It is fair that you can do that course and do it for whatever you want to do it for. But there's feel like there's also some people who want to kind of rearrange the science of nutrition. Like they'd be like, okay, this food pyramid you've learned your entire life yeah. is wrong. <laughs> so it's like it's is it upside down? Yeah. So <laughs> how do you feel about that? Like. They're like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to eat these grains. You're not supposed to eat this. Eat some more dairy. Eat some more meat. You could be straight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In their defense. Okay, okay, okay. We learn new things every day. So, like, there's something, like, one thing that was emphasized for us, like, you know, growing up, like, our parents always gave us milk. Like, milk, yeah. healthy bones, mm-hmm. strong yeah. teeth. We need calcium. Mm-hmm. But uh, through my courses, they actually were saying that milk 
in its its natural state isn't the best for humans. I could agree with that. So that's something that we've all like gone to the fact now where we're drinking like almond milk, oat milk. Like we mm. didn't grow up on that. Like, yeah. We literally were. I was a chocolate milk fanatic. Me so, too. I ain't gonna lie. Um, <laughs> now it's like going into the milk aisle and sort of like, oh, why y'all drinking like yeah, real milk? Exactly. I don't know. But. So I can understand to some extent that mm. there are some things that need to be revised. But for people that just take it upon themselves to change things so it fits their like outline, that's mm. not okay. Because it still comes down to a point where we still need our macronutrients. We still need to have our food groups in a certain amount. So for them to just say flip the pyramid, that's not yeah. wise. Yeah. Yeah. But um, again... Difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian. A nutritionist is gonna say what's best for what they're promoting. Fair. So, I guess that would be that. You just have to be cautious about who you listen to and make sure that you're doing your research as well, because not all advice is well is good advice. Fair enough. I hope everybody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you use a word right like a few minutes back. I want to touch on that. You oh, said. Boy. What did I say? No, you said you thought the course would be more fun. Oh, okay. Easy question, easy question. <laughs> what do you do in your, your spare time? What do you do in your off time? You no, know, we're actually, we want to know more about what you... You're supposed to talk about me. It is about you. It, it is about you. you. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, spare time. I'm not the most fun person. Um. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, for real? <laughs> Uh, so I feel like my spare time is spent more. I feel like I'm family oriented. Okay. So if I could like spend time with my family, I feel like that would be that would be me. Um, so one thing that I've I've been trying to get into since I've been back home is trying as many restaurants as I can to see like where it is that. Oh, foodie. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Is that not you like foodies, bro? Am I supposed to say I, I party every being Thursday? A, no, to me, being a foodie is the most disgusting thing. Why? What? Oh, here we Why? go. We starting the war. I, I, it's just that the over obsession with food just turns my stomach. Why though? She's finding the best foods. She's though. just tasting different. No, but I'm, I mean, no, but not, not what you're doing per se, per se but it's like. <laughs> Same person. No, but it's like, wait, like how people is obsessed over food. I'm like, I could never. But what do you mean, me, like, obsessed? Like, overly, like, I just want to eat, and then when they show up, see, I, I eat intermittent fast almost every day, and I'm a vegetarian. Okay. So what most mm. people show is, like, you just... Dying for you. Okay, but see, like, that's what I'm trying to say. So I feel like for people that have, like, specific dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. like, the what I'm trying to do is, like, make my way through restaurants in the Bahamas so I'll be able to make advice, like, um suggestions on mm-hmm. which restaurants would be best for people that are doing like vegetarianism okay. or maybe if somebody has like a gluten intolerance because mm-hmm. this is something that's being prevalent quite prevalent now um but just to experience the different restaurants that we have i just want to say it is not meant for the melanated people to consume some of these products Especially why, not the lactose. Why, 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 that's why a lot of us are lactose. We, we're not supposed to consume the flesh or any of its products except for honey. That's except honey. Saying. But the thing is, a lot of people don't even know they lactose intolerant. That's another thing. That's correct. I that's why I like, like, when I was in high school, when we used to have games, our coach would always say, you know, no dairy before the game because you always go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, and I think some people don't even understand the, like, the stretch of it because it'll be like i'm lactose intolerant but then just 
Yeah. Be like, oh, I don't drink milk, but still eat ice cream, still eat cheese. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, my chest burning. I don't yeah, know what's going like, on. <laughs> okay. Eat some yogurt and be like, no, like, I just don't drink milk, though. So just like being able, like, I think that's like my ultimate goal, just to be able to educate people on things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that comes with awareness as well. Yeah. A lot of people just, you know, they're like, man, if you notice my whole life, I don't really care. Selling me. <laughs> yeah, I still struggle with ice cream. Like, I don't know. I don't ice think I put good. it down. Ice cream is good for me. It's not you different. You want some though. ice cream? Huh? It's not different, though. No, I said ice cream is good with me. Oh, okay. So but you don't drink milk? I do not drink. I drink chocolate milk. But it's like, I don't know. My stomach. My stomach's weird. You just can't drink, like. The white milk, yeah. Yeah, Two I don't percent. think I ever, like, my entire life just drank. Say, yeah, I just want a glass of milk. Not chocolate milk. I used not to. cereal. Like, literally, I used to, like. Just regular milk? Yeah, like back wow. in the day, back that's powerful. Day, back the day. Yeah, <laughs> like that's powerful. You, you drink, don't want water, so you're drinking milk. Exactly. I'll take juice. And you know, you milk. can't drink juice <laughs> like that. Like it was like the options were like water and milk in the house, because juice was Fair. special. <laughs> juice was a commodity. I was exactly. drinking that juice. Commodity. <laughs> I just have to get out, but that's all. <laughs> but I guess going off of that, just you know, all the research that you've done, do you feel like it's easier for you to stick to eating the right foods, or is it like? I know more, so that kind of makes it in a weird way more tempting to eat the wrong foods. Like, what do you, how do you uh, handle that? I don't think it makes it easier. I I don't think, like, my diet is that restricted. I, if I, there's something I want to indulge in, I would. But it makes me more aware of what it is that I'm putting in my body. Mm. Um I guess to an extent it would be easier, but I don't know. I try not to judge on what other people are eating, and I I try not to like make it so uncomfortable for myself where I'm like, oh, I've read this, I can't have that. Yeah. Like I still want to enjoy myself when I'm eating. Like I said, like a pastime of mine is like literally eating. So Fair. I don't want to just like stick to like three things because I feel like these are the only things that will like make me healthy. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, let me see. So, how do you feel about... You talked about restrictive diets that, you know, some people might be on. How do you feel about when you go to the food store, you want to stay on the restrictive diet, but you look at the prices. The organic meats <laughs> cost way more than the regular meat. Let's be real here. The eggs out the wazoo. What you eat is fake. I know, but let's stick is to it, it. Is it coming from a place where you just don't want people to eat meat, though? No. Let me, let me tell you something. I'm a very, I'm almost a he- super health nut, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I and I started during a pandemic, like, backyard farming. And I grew, like, my banana trees. I just had its first harvest this past winter. Mm. And eating that and comparing it to what I taste in the food <laughs> store. No, it's different. It's different. It's it is different. different. Yeah. And then I just was like, bro. I going through the process is trying to farm different crops and feeling. Mm-hmm. I just was like, wait. To be honest, we can't feed ourselves on in these islands because we don't have enough topsoil to grow enough crop. Exactly. And then we eat a lot of stuff and a lot of variety of stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is imported. Mm-hmm. So then when you think for the average person, the average human being, how much they consume and how much the ground can actually cultivate. They gotta be making this food in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's export only, but going back to what I was asking, I was like, do 
Like, what exactly does a person do who wants to be gluten-free, who wants to get off lactose and all that? Do they just... They got to break the bank. Breaking the bank, too. But, like, if you get, like, the regular meat instead of organic, does preparation almost get that almost equal out not buying organic? Yes. So okay. it goes back, like I said, to just like education, like really understanding. Because I think a lot of people, like when people take that route and they're like, okay, like I want to change my habits, I want to be healthy, they automatically think I have to buy organic everything. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do any of like anything that I was doing before. But I feel like the the first thing that you really have to understand is just understand understanding that living a healthy lifestyle. Oh, oh I was like, I don't know if you wanted to say something. <laughs> I was like, good, Jared, sorry. Um, it's a lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. so being healthy is actually a lifestyle. It's not just you changing what it is that you're eating, but really going to the effect of understanding that this isn't going to be something you do for like two weeks. It needs to be something that you do for a longer period of time. And so making smaller changes periodically is going to last longer than you just saying, okay, I can only buy organic meats. And so maybe understanding that if you do buy the meat in the food store, it doesn't necessarily have to be organic, but try baking it instead of frying it. Or maybe the ingredients that you put on top of it. You don't necessarily have to smother it in a sauce. Maybe you can make like your own sauce. You don't have something off of the shelf that's like filled with preservatives and sugars. Um, And then I'm always an advocate for buying local. So like go to the farmer's markets. Like there are a lot of people that do a lot of farming around the island. Um, Maybe you have family members on other islands. Like utilize the things that we have now. Like he said, it's harder. And we don't necessarily mass produce the fruits and vegetables or meat that we have on island. But it's still an option to buy from there. And so it'll be easier to do it that way. Because at least you know that it doesn't have a bunch of... um, what are they called? Chemicals, GMOs, GMOs yeah. Those. They don't have a bunch of those. So okay. I think that would be my best suggestion. Start buying local, start small. Think of one thing that you'd like to change. So maybe if you want to add more vegetables into your meals, like mm-hmm. go and get your veggies and then put it as a side. You don't necessarily have to say, okay, I'm never going to eat chicken again. Start small. Okay. That makes sense. How do you feel about that, Justin? I mean, I ain't against people eating meat. You know? It's just that we consume a lot of too much. Yeah, we a lot of this stuff. Bro. Like I say, obesity, bro. I don't. Yeah, it's just like wait. If you really think about it, right? And I uh-huh. have to sit down and think. Because I was someone who, um, every day, like let's say I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I get a, a medium coffee and two donuts. Bro, that's 750 <laughs> calories right there. Bro. No, it really is. That don't even fuck you. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's empty calories. Like he's yeah, saying, yeah, I ain't doing like, that for you. The problem is it's empty calories. Like, I think the biggest thing that, like, one of the biggest shocks I had was when I went to school. We had, like, this class. And it was, like, a cultural diversity class. And somebody was from France. And so they were, like, what was the biggest thing that you had to adjust to moving to America? And so she was, like, the portion sizes. And I was, like, girl, yes. what are you talking about? <laughs> and so she said, like, her and her friends went to a restaurant. And they all were able to eat off of one, like, one order. Like, four people could what? eat off of one plate. In America. In that's America. That's why they're so, they don't have a trouble with obesity. Yeah. Because, you know, 
Yeah. And so I never really thought about it, but I was like, okay, cool. And then when I came home, I remember I was at KFC, and like there was this lady in front of me, and she ordered like a two piece meal for her three year old. I'm assuming the person was three. Oh, the yeah. little kid was like three. Mm. It was a little kid. Wow. And I'm just like, not even a kid's meal. Yeah, that's what Wait, I was thinking. A three piece meal or two piece. Anyway, it was like <laughs> it was it was like not a kid's meal. That's and excessive. I'm just like, bruh. And so it's it's those things. It's like portion sizes is really really. Like, it's important because we'll sit and we'll eat until we're full and that's not necessarily the case because we're training our body to, like, be stuffed. And you're not supposed to eat to the point where you feel like you need to, like, throw up or lay down because you're so full. Like, you just need to make sure that your body is, like, nourished. So how do we get our bodies at that point? So you said we have a tendency to eat until we feel full, eat until we, like, you know, say, okay, I had enough, let me go lay down. How do we get our body to be like, okay, I've eaten this portion of food i'm going to put the rest aside but i've had enough um nutrients or i've done enough mm-hmm. that i don't need need this anymore like making your stomach I, for lack of better word and for lack of being dumb <laughs> um, <laughs> for making your just making your, your stomach smaller okay so it's not about making your stomach so smaller our stomach is the size that it yeah. is um but it's a mindset thing because it goes mm-hmm. back to us thinking that we have to eat everything in front of us. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's modification, substitution, and just knowing that I've had enough. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a good thing, too, is, is eating on time. Because as ironic as it may sound, if you eat more frequently throughout the day, you eat less in your meals. Cause so a lot of us would be so busy in our day we'll skip breakfast. Sometimes we may work through lunch and then we'd be like, dang, okay, I'm hungry, but I can't wait until dinner. So then we go get the first and the fastest thing that we can find. And because we were so like we're so hungry, we want to eat a bunch of food in that one moment. Yeah. And so it's like we get probably fast food, the biggest meal that we could get, eat all of it, and then we still go home because that's just that's just a pre-snack yeah, for dinner. Yeah, yeah. But we still have to eat Hungry, dinner. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you go home, you be like, oh, I didn't eat all day, so I have to eat something. And so when we have that that feeling and we just want to be satisfied so quickly, we want something that's like carb dense, like it's yeah. heavy. We don't necessarily, we're not thinking about like a balanced meal. Mm-hmm. So go into your question, <laughs> um, eating frequently or eating on time. Okay. Um, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and maybe inclusive of snacks in there. Okay. And then just making sure that your meal is balanced. So you do have all of the the um, the main food groups. You have your carbs, you have a vegetable, you have a protein. And so that way you know that your body's getting nu- nutrients mm-hmm. from what you're eating and the fact that you are eating. What's your question? My question is, I don't think this is another thing, and this is taught in many different belief systems and things like that, right? Where, you know, we don't encourage fasting enough, Mm -hmm. as well as they say it's healthy to have three meals a day. Mm -hmm. My opinion is we don't need to eat that frequently. Mm -hmm. It depends on what we're partaking in these meals as well as time of day and when are we eating these meals what's your thought process because like okay like for instance like the five percent of belief and many beliefs feel like you only need to eat once a day mm-hmm. so you might be like oh no you need to eat three or when breakfast is means to break fast but then it's like all this processed food don't just 
obliterate in eight hours. Mm-hmm. It takes almost days. You eat something today, that ain't out your system until Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Um, it depends on your lifestyle, I think. Because, like, so somebody that's sedentary, they don't necessarily need to eat as much as somebody that may be, like, a construction worker. That The construction worker would burn so many more calories than somebody that's just, like, pushing paper behind a desk. No offense to anybody. Pushing paper behind a desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, do a great job at your job. Um, but... So I agree, and it, it it continues to boil down to what it is that you're putting in your body. Because if you have things that are like more pure, let's say, so vegetables, fruits, um, things that your body can digest, and the metabolic system will be able to use and really energize your body with, it won't take as long to process as some of the things that are on the shelf. Because really and truly, if you think about it, if you're buying something on the shelf that's been there for months. It's it's meant to stick to last long. Yeah, it has yeah, a shelf true. life for a reason, and so it it doesn't just disintegrate because it's in your body. The same way that it takes time to process, mm-hmm. it will take longer to process in our body versus something that we just literally go from like farm to table. So, I agree Fair. to the extent that depending on what you do in a day, you don't necessarily need to eat as much as somebody else would, but you still need to make sure that you have enough calories. For what it is that your body requires so i think that that shameless plug would be where a dietitian <laughs> comes in because um it works with you individually to figure out like how many calories you need in your day and what like what nutrients or what foods would be best to provide those calories because maybe you need more of like a complex carb versus just like a simple carb so mm. Also, like, age is important, too. Like, growing kids need way more food than an older adult would. Okay, I feel to you. Another question. <laughs> and as uh, this can be a little dicey. No, Monte, Monte. No, you're not answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have another. And this is this another theory of mine. Okay, and go ahead. specifically for in the Bahamas. Okay. Do oh. you feel that... Um, because I've I've seen research where they say okay, men need a certain amount of calories, and women need a particular amount of calories. Mm-hmm. Do you think that in a lot of cases where you see women try eat as much as men, and they don't eat their caloric amount, and because wait, you know, say the question again. Okay, do you think Bahamian women mm-hmm. don't eat? eat more than what their caloric count requires okay. per se because mm-hmm. you know you have seen over the past years like dr sans come up and say you're not sexy you big and fat <laughs> and obviously we'll always say <laughs> obviously we have big and fat men but you know we have a lot of big bone women as well mm-hmm. and i i always think that attributes is because a lot of men and women eat as much as the men mm-hmm. and may not do as much as physical labor or you know even the recreational stuff mm-hmm. as the men do what, what are your thoughts on that yeah, i agree i i i truly do agree i think oh, wow. that um we have a lot of people that eat too much like it's just like flat line like you eat too much i'm not trying to cut i'm not coming for nobody's throats it is what it is let's put it out there it is what it is i'm not coming for anybody's throat but um i think that's Again, a lot of people eat until they feel as though their bodies are full. And at the point where you can feel your body being full, you've overeaten. Like, you shouldn't feel 
like full. Like you should not feel stuffed mm-hmm. because your body doesn't. It's not supposed to be expanded to that point where it's sending you signals like, hey, 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 we've had enough. Let's stop. Like, you should be able to just say, like, okay, like, these are my portions that I need. And after that, I'm good. Like, you should be able to, like, get up, move around, and feel comfortable. And so there are a lot of people, especially women, that would eat too much. But I think it's also, like, what we are going for in the country. Because, like you said, even though Dr. Sand said it's not sexy, in some people's mind, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, I think people, like, embrace it a lot, like you say, like. Dr. Science might say one thing, but everybody else is like, that's fine with me. Like, yeah. so why would I stop eating? Like, what is the incentive? Yeah. And then it's just, I guess it's kind of hard too, because I think that we need to really build our lifestyles around eating, mm-hmm. eating healthy. Because I think a lot of us want to go out, uh, not want to, but because we don't have enough time. Like, we eat out of the house. A lot of us are out of the house for the majority of our day. Mm. From, like, breakfast to about right before dinner time. And so then when you come home, sometimes for dinner you're tired, so you still bring a food home. And, like, when you look at what options we have as far as, like, food available to us, they don't serve us the right portion sizes. Yeah. So, like, I did a study and literally the smallest, so the KFC meal, the two-piece, is, is like, that's a two-piece meal. Like, but we're getting that for ourselves and like that's about 800 calories in just that meal. And quite frankly, it's empty calories. It's not serving us any purpose other than just allowing us to feel full. But if you really think about it, it doesn't give us like a long term satisfaction. You eat it, you feel good and then your body just feels yeah, un- yeah. like it just feels icky afterwards. But um, stop laughing at my icky word. I know. It, <laughs> I got to just embrace it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so like when you go out and you buy food, so even if you want to do like a real meal, like do checkers again, I'm not coming for anybody's throats. But it's checkers as bad as the other ones, so you people will defend checkers right now. I know me personally, I'll eat at home most of the time because I sure after this episode, I gotta find something to eat, so I gotta make sure people go on to defend checkers. April, I'm sorry, they really will. I'm not saying (laughs) that checkers is bad, like the food that they serve. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying though is the plate that they serve you that's a personal plate, so you expect to eat all of the food. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's like that's not a that's not a that's not a meal you should be eating. Exactly. So it's like again, so I feel like that's yeah. yeah. You literally, the amount of food you get from the Chinese, you technically, that could be like three servings. It yeah. really can, but I'll so eat all in one. <laughs> that's the problem. We don't do proper serving sizes, and that creates the obesity problem. Because if I'm buying one plate of food, mm. I'm going to eat my one plate of food. You fail. So it's even if it takes like two or three turns, but like even like when you go out to a restaurant, a cool thing to do would be if you're not sharing your meal to just like split your food up from the jump. So you, or just anywhere, just you say, okay, like I'm going to eat this for lunch and then I'm going to eat this for dinner or whatever. Like, so it's not all in front of you making it like a challenge so you eat all of the food at one time. As a man in a restaurant, though, they could bully you. They say, but you want to, you want to take a plate, bro? (laughs) That's what you want? (laughs) I mean, yeah, but if you healthy, who cares? I agree. I agree. Okay, another question. Mm -hmm. So, because they might say... Oh, mysterious voice, you're fat phobic. You only talk about the fat people. Oh, here we go. Oh, so, please. now, I have some bodybuilding friends. Mm-hmm. And I always say, eating all that, that protein and all that chicken 
That's why a lot of bodybuilders tend to have a lot of heart, liver, and kidney issues later on because you overload your organs. And often the average person tends to overload their organs and not realize it. Mm. You know, not understand how the body works, what um, how plaque gets stores up, how important detoxing is. Speak to that for me, as well as the importance of detoxing. Okay. Um... Yeah. So again, shameless plug. This is where a dietitian, even a nutritionist, will come in to play, because I think uh, a lot of people, when they have a specific goal, they'll just do whatever it is necessary to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. So especially, so like you're saying with like bodybuilding, of course they want to do protein, so they'll do even like protein powders, all of the supplements, and that can be detrimental to an extent, mm-hmm. um, like anything if done in in excess, and so the thing with doing a heavy protein meal is carbohydrates are important because that's what our body runs on that's like our fuel for our body and so when you go into the protein aspect and making that like your number one source of energy your body kicks into ketosis um and it's not horrible but it's just it gets a little bit tricky because like our bodies are just in perfect balance um and what's the question again what exactly is ketosis <laughs> so it's a metabolic pathway of how our body digests things okay so we use gluconeogenesis with carbohydrates mm. um and then protein is digested digested into ketones okay and so once our body has more ketones than it does sucrose it uses keto ketogenesis oh i think the your question was like the importance of like detoxing yes i mean because ketosis because you know the keto diet trend has been raving for the last couple of years but mm-hmm. yeah uh, where they again eat numerous amounts of meat and you cut out starch returns in the sugar mm-hmm. but then i'm like eating all this protein oh well, you got bodybuilders who got no starch no, no, no. I'm talking about people who want okay, to Okay, okay, okay. That was me wild for like two like Yeah, two you were wild. <laughs> I used to go to Wendy's. No button. Ask them for a burger with no button. But did it work? Was it worth it? Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, but it's like, oh. It was and the same put, price. Putting put, put butter in your coffee. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to Huh? What? I had keto because coffee before. You do, you do. Butter in your coffee? You yeah. basically want fat. Like, you want... Your body to burn the fat. Yeah. So, because, like, okay, like he said, with when you break down carbs, it turns into sugar in our body, and mm-hmm. and we use what we need, and then the excess is stored as fat. Mm-hmm. But it's as a reserve. So the thing is, it goes back to us eating too much, because it isn't supposed to be a bad thing that our body store, stores the extra carbs as fat, because in the case of us going into like fasting or maybe it's a situation where we fall ill and we don't necessarily have the appetite our body has that reserve of our extra stored fat but for Mm. ketosis they don't want the body to store fat and so they're eating the fat and the protein that we need so that the body automatically burns it without storing it and so you'll see results but long term if you don't continue going with it Uh Is you're going to gain your fat back. Yeah. So it's not like a one-time wonder type thing. So essentially it's a waste of time. If you don't make that your whole life, <laughs> basically. Again. Your entire life. Your diet is your lifestyle. 
So if you, if I've, I've seen studies where people have sincerely lost a lot of amount, a lot of weight doing the keto diet. I'm not going to knock it. Mm. I'm not going to suggest it, but, um, carbs are necessary, but to go with detoxing, I think it is important. Yes. Because, um, well, it depends because if with your lifestyle, do you feel like you, you eat so many bad things that you have to detox your body? Like, do you feel a difference if you were to, like, go maybe, like, a month without detoxing? Trust me. I don't know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, do you detox regularly? Yeah, because, okay, so um, what I do, what I started doing since the new year, I shout out to... Uh, Essential alkaline. Oh, okay. Their sea moss and their blood circulating detox. I'll take two tablespoons of each every morning. Mm-hmm. Then I'll fast with an eating period between 12 to 8. And then I'll try to, um, when I drink water, have lime, lemon, cucumbers, apple inside of it. So I can have proper bowel movements. Coupled with charcoal pills every other day. And then... Like, let's say, for instance, I'm about to do a photo shoot or something. Mm-hmm. I won't eat sugar or any processed sugar. Okay. And stay away from starch as okay. much as possible. So everything is, like, clean, grain, vegetables, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, That's intense. But yeah, I that's feel why like... I, say, I always tell people I live like a monk. <laughs> <laughs> but going, like, listening to what you're saying, it sounds more of just, like, healthful choices versus like a detox it's like when you when yeah. you said detox I, I like i i was thinking like a detox tea like doing something Flushing. to like flush your system yeah. out immediately but you're, you're just making good choices to help your body's system do what it needs to do because at the end of the day our body takes what it needs and it it, it excretes the, the it, yeah of course but i'm saying what, what my initial question was it was like no people don't ordinary do it so that's why they would have to do a hard detox where you have to drink the tea and flush out. Me, I just like to stretch it out and I have my body in some form of just cleansing itself. So are you saying like if somebody decides like they want to be health healthy, the first thing they have to do is like detox? Um, uh, I'm not necessarily saying that, but I would say before because we often go to when people are trying to lose weight, we often go to the th- thought process of, oh, you need to start working out. But mm-hmm. I, my thing is you need to regulate your health and detox your body from all these different things. So, like, something I haven't done in, like, a couple of years was the first week of the year, I'll do raw vegan for seven days. Okay. With no cooked food, everything is raw. And that's almost like you, it's an intense fast, but it's like you flushing yourself up. you sort of getting your insulin level yeah. sort of leveled. And then um, a lot of people will hard come off that and eat some junk. And it's like you shoot your insulin levels up again. Yeah. But it's like that to show you, like, because most times when people do it like a raw vegan fast or just a general fast where there's no food, mm-hmm. their heads start hurting. Yeah. They start getting highs. They It's almost like they're coming off that crack. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's legitimate, like, withdrawals. So it's like, you know, so I think people need to do that more. And then you, get, you can now see the comparison of, Okay, when I put this in my body, this is how I feel. When I put yeah. this in my body, this is how I feel. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I would encourage the detox. So, yeah. you get so, you know. I would too. It, and it doesn't have to be, like you're saying, it doesn't have to be something intense. Like, okay, let me go and buy these teas or do anything. Uh, so start with what you're eating. Like you said, maybe try and include more um, vegetables. Just like make wise choices or intentional choices, I would say, about what it is that you're putting in your body. And then you can start with something smaller, like you said, like you did lemon water. So lemon water is something good for you to do like first thing in the morning and gets all those toxins out. It's not anything crazy. Just mm-hmm. before you have breakfast, drink a warm cup of water with some lemon in it. Um, so, and the sea moss is good. It has lots of of benefits y'all don't make me say what they are because i'm gonna say i'm wrong <laughs> but um so yeah like making sure that your body just has a natural source of vitamins and minerals um to help it do it do to help it do what it needs to do naturally i think that would be the best thing we don't have to get like a detox tea when our body literally has been made to do it by itself yeah so, um, again, that, that boils down to what it is that you're putting in your body because what you put in is going to provide how you feel and that's also going to, to, I guess, dictate what comes out of us too. So if you put a bunch of junk in, you're going to feel like crap and a bunch of junk is going to come out versus if you give yourself like clean food to really nourish ourselves. It's going to take what it needs, excrete what it doesn't, and then our process is going to feel so much better. And like you're saying, you'll be more cognitive of like how you function in the daytime. You won't be as tired. Your body will be able to identify when something is wrong versus, hey, we're good. We don't need anything extra right now. So just really learning all of that helps a lot. All right, we I've been, now. I've been, I've enjoyed our time here for sure. Um, and like before we close up and before we wrap up, do you are you one two questions? One, are you taking on any clients? And two, do you want to say anything to the people at home before we go? Okay, so yeah, so if anybody wants to talk, I'll be more than happy to uh, go through that. Just answer any questions, figure it out what what your goals are. Um, so I'm willing to do that. Um, and then just it's a journey don't think that you have to fix whatever you feel like your issue is in like one day you have to make small changes and that's going to make a bigger impact in the process in the long run so just take it easy and some days it won't be you might retract it's not always a linear process but it's possible so sounds good to me so there you have it, folks. It, life, um, the path you're on is a journey. Um, take it easy. Um, you, nothing is not. Just don't fall off the path. <laughs> just don't fall off the path. Just keep Thank going. You. Thank you. Don't get distracted. I was going on to you. And <laughs> don't get discouraged, man. Just you. you know. Yeah. But keep fighting. Yeah, but that's another. <laughs> Um, sandbar, sit down with Fanalic Anders, our lovely guest, April Pinder. Um, good her, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, her all her description will be in the below, right, right there. If you're <laughs> watching on YouTube, if you're listening on SoundCloud, it's gonna be in the description below. Do you want to plug in your um, details, or you want me just um, do it across the screen? You got Oh, just drop it in. But until next time. Y'all be good. Y'all be easy. We appreciate you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening on any audio platform, you know, leave the comments. Hit us with a five-star rating if you liked it. 
Let us know what we could be doing differently. She will answer your questions. I'll answer the questions, yeah. Bring your bank <laughs> bring your yeah, bank book. Oh. Bring your bank book and oh, bring your yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? This is not this is not free. This is a good she service. Paid for, she yeah. paid for she paid for for education. To educate other people. You know? I was just gonna say if she paid you off for the spot. <laughs> <laughs> we do it for the people, Justin. <laughs> but see you later, folks. Cool. <laughs>